Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Can you believe we're this deep into the NFL season? We got to make every second count. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make the most out of every game day. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting five bucks on any matchup. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code Richard. New customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Richard. The crown is yours. The volume. Championship. That should always be the expectation. I ain't mad at you. Go ahead. Welcome back to the Richard Sherman Podcast. We got a very special guest here, Joey Porter Jr. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing good. Blessed to be here. Thanks. Yeah, uh, we're blessed to have you, man. You you having a great season. I think you got the, what, what, what did they call it? The, the tightest coverage or the tightest window rate in the NFL right now. What has the transition been like from college to the league? Uh, it's been pretty smooth, you know. Definitely some up and downs coming through. Uh, coach T always say he's, he's been a great coach to me so far, but he always gave me nuggets and he was like, the hardest transition from college to NFL is the DB position just because the limited rules and the such the switch from college to NFL. So he understands the transition and he understands the growing pains with that. So he's been understanding of the process. And, and coach T coached your dad, right? Well, I'm, uh, I'm missing no, nah, he didn't coach my dad, but they coached with each other though. When my dad came back with Stillis. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, I was about to say, I, I don't remember <laughs> if they, they crossed over like that. I was about to say, that's the story that somebody missed. Right. Um, how, how much, uh, what, what kind of advice did your dad give you, um, you know, going into the league? I'll say the biggest was off the draft night, just coming with that chip on your shoulder. You know, uh, people, I had, a, I had doubters going in, you know, I didn't fall where I wanted to go. And, uh, he knew I was, I was upset. So he's like, man, just play with that chip on your shoulder. They want a pissed off football player, go be one. So. That's the biggest thing. No, no question. No question. What did you learn, you know, growing up watching your dad play in the league, watching his transition, watching his work ethic and everything that he had to deal with? Uh, obviously, you grew up in Pittsburgh because that's where he spent the majority of his career. 
Um, really just hard work, you know, hard work beats talent any day. You know, uh, that was the main thing he really taught us growing up as a kid. Just I remember just working out with him and my cousins. Uh, that was the main thing he always just instilled in us was, man, you got to outwork your opponents, never come last in anything. So that's what I got from him. So who's who Who have been the hardest receivers that you've had to guard this year? Probably Devontae Adams. Yeah, Devontae <laughs> got some stuff about him. <laughs> he, he nice. I, I was like, I didn't figure him out to like the third third quarter probably. I was like, okay, I got I, I got what he's trying to do. But it took me a while. Right, right. Because right. you see it on tape and you be like, he ain't going to do me like that. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I ain't falling for that. And then you falling for it for the majority of the game. You're like, man, what? Oh, that boy be selling a dream. He do. He good. He's good. Yeah, yeah. He's, there's some. There's some very clever receivers in this in this league, but he he's one of them. Uh, but a guy on your team that 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 has shown some flashes of being a really good receiver, um, Kenny Pickens. I mean, uh, not Kenny Pickens. George Pickens. <laughs> yeah, Kenny Pickens. Uh, George Pickens. Uh, he he's looked dynamic on tape, and he especially when they got gold routes, and he's he's jumping up, grabbing it on people's helmets. Yeah. Um, Tell me what you think about him. Oh man, he's he's one of those athletes like you don't see you see you don't see a lot. You know, just the plays he make, how effortless it is. It's like it looks like he barely trying out there, but he's really doing his thing. So it's like coming in, coach. Even my first meeting I had with the Steelers, like my first visits, coach coach two was like, man, just the matchups between y'all two throughout the years is gonna be something crazy. And I'm like, I'm already known because he's the talk of the player. I'm a talk of the player. We're gonna get after it. And we kind of no question. Like, throughout training camp, we kind of had that little battle where it's like, man, I'm trying to get him. Like, we teammates, but, like, on the field, I don't like him today. So, it's right. gonna be good. It's going to be a great little matchup throughout the years. No question. No, Do y'all do one-on-ones during during uh, during the season? No, nah, but uh, we do sometimes, like, offense versus defense. So, those are the times I get to go against them. See, see, y'all better than me because Pete used to have us do one-on-ones every single week. We still Wednesdays, that. Thursday, the whole season. The whole season, crazy. you got to stay tight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach T doing it a little different. So tell me about him because you know everybody that that has played for him raves about him, about the coach he is, the man, how he treats his players. So uh, tell me more about about what he's meant to you. You know, just to start your career, he named you the starter the week we had y'all game. Um, seemed like that was a, a a big deal for you. You responded to the challenge of guarding DeAndre Hopkins that week and followed him around, and that was a really cool matchup. You had a lot of success. So tell me about how much his belief in you meant. Man, it's it's crazy because we had a history before he's been my coach. Like, I'm great with his family. Like, me and his son's been best friends for a long time. So just having that transition as seeing him as unk to, are you my coach? It was, it was kind of weird, but we had the understanding, like, this is what we want. We want it to be business. And that's what we, that's what we treat it as. Like, and it's great that I got his full respect and didn't have to, like, it wasn't, Oh, I know you here's the respect. It was earned. And uh I felt like that was the most genuine thing out of the whole situation. And he just let me be me. He let me play my style. Right, right. Well, I mean, you know, he's probably known you your whole life growing up. <laughs> I can't imagine how that draft process went, talking to your dad and, and and doing all the background work on you and trying to make you a Pittsburgh Steeler. I mean, that had to be a really cool process. Man, it was crazy. I can't imagine. when I seen him at the combine, I didn't have a I didn't have a visit with them. Like they didn't schedule a visit with me. And I right. seen him in the building, and he didn't even look at me. Like, he didn't even yeah, he crack couldn't. a smile, not even acknowledge I was in the building. I'm like, dang, uncle, like, I can't even get a what's up or a head nod, like nothing. So it was crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, he was playing that close to the vest. He yeah, couldn't he give was. away nothing. Cage, yeah, he so couldn't give no away. attention. So I he can't because somebody would have came and stole you. <laughs> exactly. Well, y'all got one of the top records in the AFC. Um, obviously, it hasn't been perfect, but Kenny Pickett has done a better job not turning the ball over. They got rid of Matt Canada. How has it been in the locker room since that transition started? I mean, obviously, the offense went over 400 yards for the first time in a long time. Uh, is there more energy, optimism? Yeah, definitely. It was a, it was like a not a wake up call, but it was like a sense of urgency. Like we got get, we got to get stuff done, and uh, just not even on the offensive side, the defensive side. It was like we got to put the offense in a better position. Uh, it's not just the offensive thing; it's a whole team thing. Special teams got to come together, and um, I feel like we really just wanted that bad taste out of our mouth after the Browns' performance. So this right. this this win, it was much needed. I feel like everybody played a part in that, and man, we just got to keep rolling, keep stacking these days. No question. No question. That's all. That's what it's always about. Stacking the days. I'm sure, you know, you got some great players on that defense, some great leadership. Um, talk about Pat Peterson and what he's meant to you and, and, and you know, how, how much of a mentor he's been. He played a lot of good football. He came in with me uh, and, and is playing at a high level this year, getting his hands on some football. Man, it's, it's been it's been great because it's, it's it's a full circle to me. You know, uh, you and him were like the main two guys I watched growing up. Like when I watched when I really wanted to play corner you guys were the ones I watched like the, the boom and all that so like it was it's crazy to have him be my my OG you know right right I used to watch his matchups with Megatron now he's giving me tips about guys and stuff like that and like I look up to him in a in a long way so the fact that he's embracing me and giving me tips on how to win and be successful is great you know yeah, he wants to see you. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what any young player, you know, you want to see him win. You want to see the best for him. Uh, he's probably one of the best you could have as a mentor, especially at this point in his career. He's seen it all, done it all, been there, been in big games, played in big games, played in big matchups. But you also got guys like T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith playing at a, at a high level. That defense y'all have is stacked. Uh, talk about those guys. Man, it's great. You know, they get that ball out quick for me. So I, I, have, I have no problem with it. I love having those dudes on the, on the edge. So, man, I have to try to support them as much as possible. You know, it's crazy because TJ used to come to my high school games when wow. I was in high school. So the fact that I'm playing on the, his side is crazy, you know. It's definitely crazy. That's insane. Right? Boy, your story is wild. Wow. Your story is wild. Wow. Has there ever been a time you've been injured in an accident and not only were you in physical pain, but there were stress, headaches, and problems that followed? Do you wish you had hired an attorney? If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Playing corner in the NFL is hard. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is easy. Morgan & Morgan is America's largest injury law firm with over 100 offices nationwide and more than 800 lawyers. With over $15 billion recovered for over 300,000 clients, Morgan & Morgan has a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation. Morgan & Morgan has been fighting for the people for over 35 years. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is so easy. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless you win. For more information, go to forthepeople.com slash Sherman or dial pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. That's forthepeople.com forward slash Sherman or pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. This is a paid advertisement. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You're a rook. You know, you're a rook. You got your rookie duties. You know, I'm no patting them putting you through. You know, I don't know. Every, there's no hazing in the NFL. That doesn't <laughs> exist, but I'm yeah. sure there are. <laughs> giving you certain tasks. How has your rookie year been in that sense? Man, it's been, I ain't gonna lie, it's been pretty good. I don't know if I'm talking too ahead of myself, but uh, I know I got the dinner, so I'm not looking forward to it. definitely got the dinner. I tried to tell them I'll take them to Chick-fil-A or something and let them go crazy there, oh. but they're like, no, nah, we're not having that, you know, so. But other than that, you know, it's been good. They they understand it. I don't know how to carry pads or nothing like that, so they've been treating the rookie right so far. So I ain't complaining. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be Tomlin. I think they got a lot of respect <laughs> for you, your dad, and that might be a little bit of hey. Tomlin. But that rookie dinner for sure gonna happen. Yeah, I, I, I ain't tripping about it. I know, I know it's coming. Yeah, as long as you know it's coming, it, it is all good. Uh, you know, obviously you've been playing well this season. Um, what has changed for you from college to the league? Is it your study habits? Is it is it what you do off the field? How you take care of your body? Obviously, when you're in college. You got to go to class. You got to study. You got to, you know, split your time a little differently. When you get to the league, you don't have the class. So you, you full-time football. Yeah. Um, I'll say just, it's like you said, it's full-time football. You know, I'm in a position where I have no kids. I like, I have nothing but this. So I'm coming home and I'm doing this. Or like, I just have all the time to work on my body and work on my mental. So I feel like that's the biggest jump from college to NFL. It's just strictly football. So in terms of your living situation, I mean, you from there. So you, you, I know you still ain't staying at the house. I mean, where were you at? I got my own crib. You know, I have to do it big. I, I got my own little spot, you know, so I'm a homeowner. So I'm happy about that. Getting my crib together. That's big time. Yeah, that was, That's was, big time. That's big time. <laughs> yeah. So getting my crib together has been the biggest thing for me, probably besides football. So I'm having fun with so that. So how? How was that? You know what I mean? You grew up there your whole life, picking a spot to live when you've been living here. You know what I mean? That's a little trickier than it sounds. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was like, decision, do I live in the city? Do I live on the outskirts? I'm like, I don't really want to live in the city. I've been here my whole life. I know what it's like. So I want to get out the way a little bit. So I've been staying around the area where I grew up at, where my mom and dad, I live 10 minutes from them. So they'd be at okay. the I go to, I'm just at Thanksgiving. Like, just to have that, like a lot of rookies don't have the, 
able to go across the street and spend Thanksgiving with their whole family because they somewhere else. Right. So the right. fact that I could do that, man, it's, it's great. Yeah, that got to be super cool. I mean, to have your pops right there, your mom's right there, go over, spend holidays, go. I mean, just anytime yeah. you want to go home. I got the whole family here. I mean, I go to my cousin's high school games. Like, it's great. That's great. Do you ever go back to your old high school? Yeah, yeah. My my cousin played at my old, old high school. So oh, okay. they just they just won their, their little championship down here. They're in the state playoffs right now. So it's great. Yeah, things are going up. I love how you just talk talk crazy about it. They won their little championship. You know what I mean? Yeah. They headed to this little state. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, they're doing big things over there. Love, love and eight. Yeah, I love it. Did they retire your jersey or anything? No, nah, not yet. I told them they should at this point, you know. We had right, that. right, right. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Right. I mean, I, I didn't put on at this point. I mean, you know? what y'all need from exactly. So yeah. what what made you decide to play corner? Oh man, it's it's a crazy story. I was I didn't want nothing to do with uh I didn't want nothing to do with defense. Nothing. I was a wide receiver. I thought I was gonna be like no Odell or something. Like I wanted to make I wanted to score. But uh, I was always an O State fan, and I went to the O State camp doing wide receiver drills. And the DB coach was like, "You're not a wide receiver; you're a DB." And I'm like, "Oh shoot, I'm a DB then." Like, all right, let me let me play DB. So I went back home. I told my dad I was switching positions. I hit up my close friend. My close friend dad was a DB coach, Sean McCaskill. Um, I hit him up, and I was like, "Man, I want to I want to do defense." And ever since then, since my junior year of high school, he been training me. And I started getting offers and everything like that, and I just stuck with it. I ain't mad at it. It sounds like you made the right decision. I, I mean, did. as you know, when you play corner, that that everything is in your hands. You Man, know? you ain't got to worry about no quarterback, no D. I mean, no old lineman blocking, no coach calling the play for you. Exactly. You strap. <laughs> you strap. So like that's what my dad strap. was telling me. He was like, when you go on the dark side, the defense, you could predict your own game. You know, if they're not throwing right. to you, it's a tackle game. If they is. Get your pick. So it's like you dictate your outcome. And I want I want no question. Hands, definitely. No question. Well, you got the chance to go against OBJ, got your first pick against Baltimore, big rivalry game, big division matchup. How much did that mean to you? Oh man, it meant it meant everything. Just just off of the Steelers and Ravens matchup in their history and their rivalry, how much it is and rooted into that AFC North. The fact that I get to make my impact play as a rookie. In that moment, man, I, I'll never forget that moment. Never. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you were literally were born into the ride. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. So, like, the fact that my dad did what he did, and now I get to do what I'm doing is is, is crazy. Yeah, that's that. I mean, this got to be one of the most all time like coolest stories. I mean, for your dad <laughs> to go, you to go play for the same team, hometown, like, oh, crazy. God. <laughs> that's wild. That's wild. Well, shoot, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I noticed your off day. If you got some questions for me, I'm happy to answer them. But I don't want to. I don't want to hold you here all day. <laughs> no, I got you, man. Thank you for having me. Definitely gonna hit you up for some questions. Yeah, please do. Please do. I appreciate you. Good luck the rest of the way. Keep balling. Hey, thank you. Appreciate you. Anytime. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.